Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Good morning and welcome to Weekend Mornings here on Money FM. Glenn Van Zutphen with you. Welcoming to the studio Nick Johnson, the managing director of EGN Singapore. And Nick is passionate about putting together confidential peer groups. Now, these are groups of executives that can come together, help each other with their problems, their questions, their concerns in a very high level way. And uh, Nick, welcome to uh, Weekend Mornings. Thank you very much, Glenn. Thanks for inviting me here it, to Money FM today. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Uh, Nick, uh, I gave that little brief introduction, but tell us more about EGN and, and what it is and, and how it works. Well, it's really a network of peers. And what we do, we facilitate these groups and we also put them together with matching peers. So we call this the internally the group DNA, where we basically are ensuring that we have executives at the same level. So we have about 30 senior executives in one group, mm. and they then meet six times a year for four hours with a facilitator and discuss the challenges that they are facing, the problems that they have. So basically, they get a chance to get support from others that can understand them. Yeah, and are they from similar industries, different industries? How, how does that work in terms of those topics? So we divide the groups based on seniority hmm. rather than the industry because we really want them to network and learn across industries because they may face the similar challenges. At the end of the day, we're all working with people. Yeah, yeah. And when uh, when the executives come together, are there some typical, uh, I'll put typical in air quotes, typical challenges that they have or things that they want to talk about? Well, it's all the things that they cannot discuss, perhaps, internally. <laughs> sure. Many challenges, perhaps, if they're talking to the boss, they yeah. might be based in US, Australia, or Europe, so they can maybe not understand each unique country in Asia, which many of our members who are regional directors where they are facing challenges, so they cannot talk to them about it. And perhaps also at home, the family, they might not want to burden the family with the work-related challenges. So they're really bringing in here the challenges that, that no one else can understand or relate to and get relevant feedback. How uh, typically, and I know uh, EGN has has networks across Asia, how long do the executives usually stay in these groups? Do they come in for maybe one or two sessions, they've solved their problem and then take off, or do they stay on a long-term basis? How does that work? So it's uh, pretty much an ongoing program, and the average uh, stay is about four years, if we're looking okay. at globally. Singapore is a little bit shorter because many are here on shorter assignments, Sure, uh, but it's very much an ongoing program because you get to know the other executives that, in the group and the trust grows, you also understand their companies and their problems and their challenges. And likewise, they start to understand you better. So in that sense, you really form closer, meaningful relationships as well, which is very important in these days. Yeah. Nick, you're from Scandinavia and from, from the US. And in North America and Europe, we often, executives are often open, more open to seeking advice or help from others. In Asia, though, with many mm. Asian executives, it is still not as easy for them to to reach out and to admit that they're having a, a problem or a question or a challenge. First of all, is that your experience with EGN Networks? And secondly, how do you overcome that if it is? Yeah, it's a very interesting point, Glenn, and it's very true. I mean, when we started EGN in Europe in the 90s, that's where the concept comes from, wow. from Scandinavia, that you always, as a boss, you ask your colleagues or peers around you for some feedback mm. before you implement something. In Asia, you're right, it's quite new. And uh, we saw 
here in Singapore when we launched nine years ago that many were very skeptical. They were scared to come in to join these groups, but it's changing. And if I'm looking just in the last year, the fastest growth of members inside our groups here, especially in Singapore, are actually local Singaporeans. The senior executives Hmm. are opening up, but it's the structure and the safe environment that we provide with a facilitator and also ensuring that everyone signs a non-disclosure agreement. That puts a framework that they feel this is a trusted space. And once they hear another one opening up and they see that that helped to solve the problem, they themselves also open up. Yeah. Let's go through a kind of a a scenario of what would happen. So somebody Mm -hmm. has signed up, they come in, they walk in the door for their first meeting. What time of the day it is? Where is it? Where do you meet? How many people would be around the table? How, do, how does it actually unfold? How long do they do they attend? Yeah, so each peer group are meeting six times a year for four hours. Mm-hmm. And each meeting is divided up in two parts. The first part is basically on a theme or a topic that the group has agreed to go a little bit deeper. Mm. So that means it can be some pre-readings. Everyone is inside the topic and the theme. It can be how to set up KPIs for your teams or any topic at all. And uh, so that's a conversation around that for the first two hours. And either there's someone internally in the group that is an expert in this, that is presenting along with the share, or we pull out they pull in an external resource to help with that. Mm-hmm. Then it's typically a coffee break, a brief coffee break. And then after that is the roundtable discussion. This is really the two-hour session, which mm-hmm. is acting like you're meeting a, an advisory board. Or you can say that it's an external uh, extension of your management team. So just like you would come for a management meeting, you will have a couple of points that you like to discuss with your team. Yeah. And here it's the role of the share to reach out before and connect and create this agenda. And here, typically, you divide, uh, if there's 15, 20 participants here, you divide them in four groups, perhaps, and they're working, uh, because if it's a smaller group, also, it's easier to discuss, and they're reporting back to the share, and it's a discussion around that. Wow. Okay. Mm. So, that's a quite uh, aggressive agenda for just four hours. There's a lot lot going on. Yeah, certainly. And that's why you need six sessions in a year for four hours, because not every time the focus will be on you. Sometimes it's you are helping others where you have your expertise. And next time you might put yourself in a hot seat because you have a burning issue that you need some help with. Yeah. And is it typically, I know people can come and go, but would it typically be the same group over the six sessions throughout the year? Ideally, it should be the same members. If we're looking in some of our groups in Europe, there's been members for 15, 20 years with very few changes. Singapore, though, that is difference because we also have expats uh, here in this uh, city. So there's more changes inside the groups. Yeah. Are there different, um, I asked you a bit earlier about the topics, but mm. do you see different concerns or different questions from, from the Asian executives versus the expat executives? Is there a, does that break down along those lines or is it, do they have similar concerns? They face very much similar questions. And uh, if we're looking at the member space here, we have 300 members in Singapore now mm. and 50% are expats, the rest are Asians, so yeah. Indians or Singaporeans, the rest 50%. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they are working most of them as regional directors. Mm -hmm. So therefore, the challenges they have is often cultural understandings and how to work with teams in various countries. Yeah. What kind of feedback do you get? Have you gotten over the years from some of the participants, uh, you know, in Singapore or elsewhere after they've been through one or more of these sessions? Uh, Well, I mean, the key thing we hear is that they get some real hands-on advice. If I may just give you a very quick example. In one of the peer group meetings I attended last week, there is an executive that is running QC control in about 30 auto industry Mm. plants in China. Mm. And they're laying off a lot of staff because the industry uh, took a turn uh, down last year and it was quite sudden. So he had to face for the first time in a country, China, where they've seen fast growth 
suddenly they have to lay off staff, which was new for them. And the teams over in China didn't react very nicely yeah. to this. So he could then outline his problem and get feedback around the table from other executives who gone through similar challenges in China. Hmm. The real uh, street smart tips that you cannot pick up in a textbook. Yeah. And he reported back to the group and really was thankful because he, the advice that he got from that meeting was just what he needed to hmm. be able to at least start turning the situation around. That sounds like a, a, a real high level um, uh, opportunity for people to reach out get some hands-on, uh, you know, some tried-and-true advice, if I can put it that way, uh, mm. from executives who may have faced a similar challenge, uh, perhaps not in the same industry, but mm. in the same sort of concept or, or, or philosophy. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, another meeting I was in was a, a Singaporean senior executive who's been working about 30 years in the same company. And he had a personal dilemma and he had such a trust in this group that this was where he wanted to mention it. Obviously, he couldn't mm. uh, talk to his company internally saying that he has an external job offer. He wasn't sure also if the family could be given the best advice. But here I outlined basically that I have been given a job offer from another company. Hmm. And should I take this once in a lifetime opportunity or should I stay? And that was a rather a different approach to, to use one of these peer groups. But it just shows the, the trust basically of the yeah. group and the rest of the peers. And he received a lot of information. Actually, he was in tears when, uh, when they gave the information because it was something that was so difficult for him, such a difficult decision. Speaking with Nick Johnson, who is the managing director of EGN Singapore, they put together uh, confidential peer groups. Nick, you, you've been here a couple of years. You're a Swedish national, but you've lived all over, all over the, uh, the world. And EGN is all over the world as well. What is, the, what is the business model for EGN? Is it a membership, subscribership type business model? So it's a yearly membership where executives are paying uh, 3960 Singapore dollars for a year to subscribe to this. So for that, then they get the six peer group sessions a year, but they also belong to the network. We have, uh, have online tools so you can connect with the uh, members globally. 15,000 members you get on your mobile app, or you can also ask queries and help each other with questions. can be anything from transfer pricing between Vietnam and Singapore, or you're looking to recruit someone in Jakarta. You can then use this query system and ask, and you can also be active there to help others. But also, we have a, an event program with net networking events. So basically, twice a month in Singapore, we organize an event and it's typically on a topic that is of interest for senior executives. And here we set up an advisory board of around 20 regional directors who's helping me to set up this program for the year. Okay. So we should cover all the areas of human capital, future work, digital transformation, innovation, wow. and so on. So that's all a part of the package. So there's no additional fees after that. So it's a comprehensive networking program as well as the learnings. Yeah, very interesting. Nick, how can people find you or find EGN if they want to get more information? The best is to look us up on LinkedIn, I think, or connect with me at Nick Johnson at EGN Singapore and then connect with me. I'm happy to, to talk to them about it. Great. And your surname is J-O-N-S-S-O-N. Yes, the Swedish spelling. The yeah. Swedish spelling. Great. Nick Johnson, uh, Managing Director, EGN Singapore. Thanks so much for being with us this morning on Money FM. Thank you very much for inviting me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.